All right, I will not keep you guys in suspense any longer. Junior is coming out of retirement. Welcome back to another episode of Strong in the Saddle. My name is Katrina. And today, yes, announcing Junior's resurgence into the active horse world. So before we get into his official plan of coming back, I just want to give you a bit of background on Junior. So Junior is a coming 23-year-old quarter horse gelding. According to his papers, he will be turning 23 here at the end of May. He is cutting bread, which is kind of hilarious because he is like 16 too, hands high, and cutting horses are usually very, very small. I have owned him since 2006, so I have owned him the majority of his life, and during that time we have done pretty much everything. We've been in 4-H and we've done like 4-H shows, we've done Gymkhana, we've jackpotted, we've barrel raced, we high school rodeo, amateur rodeo. We've kind of done a bit of it all and in the last few years Junior has kind of been taking the slower route. He did have an injury back in April of 21 where I had to give him significant time off. And then in May of 2022, I purchased Diesel. So I officially retired Junior at that time because I had another horse to ride. But I do have extra time now and I've, I've missed riding Junior. So we are bringing him out of retirement. So as of right now, I don't have any official plans for what I want to do with Junior. Diesel is definitely still my number one priority and the horse that I plan on showing, but there is a chance that I will be showing Junior. We'll kind of see how things go. If nothing else, it's just going to be me just getting him in shape and just, just having fun with my old gelding. Before you start any sort of conditioning program with a horse, regardless of their age, you know, history, anything like that, you need to do an assessment of where they currently are so that you know what they can handle right off the bat and what kind of a plan they need. So for Junior, as I said, I haven't, he officially retired basically a year ago. And even prior to that, he was getting rode less and less and less. So even at the time that he retired, he wasn't a hundred percent. So I'm basically starting at a baseline of he is not in condition at all. We need to start very, very slowly. Another thing that I need to keep in mind with Junior is he does tend to get very stiff, no different than an old man would get stiff. So very cognizant of that and not riding him on any hard ground or anything like that. That being said, exercise, moving those joints does help with stiffness. And another thing I need to keep in mind is his back. So Junior is very long. He's got a long neck. He also has a very long top line. Even at the best peak to his condition, 
I had to work very hard to keep his top line strong. He tends to not use his back as much as he should just because it's just how he's built. And so I have to be very aware that if I want him to be strong and be able to do maneuvers correctly, I really need to focus on building up that top line while also keeping in mind he's not, he's not young anymore. He will not gain muscle the way that Diesel is on his conditioning program. So definitely an emphasis on taking things very, very slow. So if we look at Junior's condition right now, he's, as far as weight overall is concerned, he's probably just right, I would say. That being said, he lacks a lot of muscle tone and that's just from not being worked. It's no different than a human who's not exercising. They're going to lose muscle tone as well. So weight should be good. Given that he's going to be increasing his workload, I might want to consider feeding him more. But at the same time, we are coming into spring and he is going to be moving from grass to very, very rich springtime grass. So I'm going to have to definitely monitor his weight closely. He also has a tendency to um, lean towards metabolic syndrome. I've had issues with his feet in the past where he's gotten a little bit overweight. Um, he's gotten a bit of fat deposits that start showing up on his neck if he gets too overweight. So with Junior, I likely will not increase his what I'm feeding him and will mostly just focus on just maintaining his weight or even wanting to see him get a little bit leaner as that muscle development comes through. Another thing to assess is before you start a conditioning program is your horse's mental state. Um, so just looking for things like, does he seem anxious to me? Does he seem to enjoy the work that we're doing? How does he seem when he's just turned out? Does he seem like a happy horse? That's definitely something I want to just monitor to make sure that he's mentally handling the stress of being back in training again. So just very simple things about just day-to-day -day monitoring your horse and, and adjusting your plan accordingly. in April of 2021 and what happened was he was just in the pasture he was alone I only had him at that point and uh, it was a very windy day and our neighbor was riding his four-wheeler along our neighboring fence line and I was not there the only one who saw this was our neighbor he said that I guess he took Junior by surprise Junior took off at a dead run. He had to run down a bit of a hill. And what happened was he actually ran chest first into a steel gate and he actually flipped over the panel and landed on the other side. And yeah, 
So I, at the time, I he had some scraping along his chest, as you can imagine. Um, that was pretty much it for visible injuries. He had a little bit of a pocket of fluid under near like his armpit, basically. I had the vet out. The vet did some x-raying and just like a physical examination. Um, everything seemed fine except that there's a plate, a bone plate in their chest and Junior physically moved this plate in his body over to one side. Like, he did not break a bone but it moved the bone and so as you can imagine that's going to impact things like his gait. I was I do monitor his chest very closely. He does not appear to be in any any sort of pain at all. If I knew he was in pain, I would stop everything immediately. But as I said, he does not appear to be in any sort of pain. There's no swelling or anything like that. And he in the rides that I've had so far, he's moving out pretty dang good. So it's one of those things that we don't really, there's nothing we can do and it's just a matter of just monitoring it, making sure that he's comfortable and if need be slowing down or stopping altogether his conditioning program if something pops up. But as of right now, like it's been two years since that happened so he seems to be good. He'll lope around once in a while in the pasture. Um, yeah, he seems good. So. I've got him all tacked up and we're gonna head out to the arena to uh, get a ride in. So there's kind of some key components when it comes to creating a fitness plan for your horse. And I've already said it several times already here, taking it slow. You have to take any fitness program, whether that be with your horses or with yourself, very, very slow, building up that fitness gradually if you don't you risk the, run the risk of a few different things including just burning out so you could just overwork your horse and if your horse is overworked they're not going to be a happy camper they're not going to want to work for you you run in the risk of injury because things like their muscles their ligaments their tendons all those things can't keep up with the demands and yeah, you could just end up with a horse that is hurt, which we do not want. So taking things very, very slowly is gonna be the number one priority. And then you're, you're gonna need to focus on a mixture of cardiovascular training as well as strength training. So cardiovascular, I think we all understand what that is. That, that's what we think of when we think of running, bicycling for your horse. That is walk, trot, lope and just getting their lungs able to handle longer and longer durations, building up that endurance. And then there's strength training. So that's the horse's ability to really use their body in an athletic way, whether that be maybe going up a steep hill or tucking their butt underneath them to stop really hard and then roll back. Um, if you're riding a barrel horse, it's getting their butt under up up underneath them to turn around that barrel and then being able to push out out of that turn. Those are all more strength movements for a horse. And so that needs to be part of your program as well. So 
in order to build up both the cardiovascular and the strength component of your horse's fitness, you're going to need to do a variety of exercises. You're not going to want to do the same thing every single day, but at the same time, you are kind of building up on those same things every single day. So for Junior, in terms of his cardiovascular, our basis is the walk and the jog right now, and we can build up more and more. So my warm up might be the exact same every day, but just adding a bit more to it every day, and then eventually adding in the lope, building on that more and more every day as his cardiovascular system allows. But then we just don't want to focus on cardio. We want to add in maybe a little bit of hill work, maybe a little bit of stopping, getting him to turn over himself and do a rollback, all those sorts of things. So incorporating a variety of exercises, but in an intelligent way. Um, I think in the human fitness world, we've heard of this idea of muscle confusion, and that's kind of a myth. You want to work on getting strong at the same things by doing them over and over again, but you don't want to do them every single day, I think is what I'm trying to say. You don't want to do them every single day because then you're running the risk of injury, but doing them consistently enough so that your horse can build up and get better at them. And so just to kind of wrap this up, I did, I was curious to see what ChatGPT would say about, hey, I have a senior reigning horse that is out of shape. What kind of training program should I do with them? And this is what ChatGPT came up with. So Monday, we're doing a warm up, five to 10 minutes on a long rein. The workout is gonna be 20 to 25 minutes of trotting with some short loping mixed in and then cooling down. Tuesday is a rest day or like trail ride. Wednesday, again, 10 to 15 minute warm up, some 20 to 25 minutes again of trotting with some cantering, cooling down. Again, Thursday, another rest or a light trail ride. Friday, same thing as Monday and Tuesday. Saturday, rest. Sunday, it's exact same except now. The trotting and cantering is going to be 30 to 35 minutes instead of 20 to 25 minutes. And you're adding in some reining maneuvers like circles and spins. So to be honest, I do not like this plan that ChatGPT came in with. One, it's a lot of work for a horse that is just coming into training. I cannot trot Junior for 20 to 25 minutes in a stretch with some cantering mixed in. Like that's... That's not gonna happen. I like that they have the 10 to 15 minute warm up and cool down, but the middle part is where we need work. And it's focusing a lot on just the cardio side of things. It doesn't have anything involving the strength training except for on the Sunday where it did recommend doing some reining maneuvers, but there is no real specific strength training in here. It is basically all cardio. So as I said earlier, we do want a mix of cardio and strength training. And so that's kind of how I'm working with my program for Junior. We've got some days, like today when I rode him, it was strictly cardio. We didn't do any fancy maneuvers or anything like that. I was working on keeping him round, but as far as doing actual maneuvers that would build strength, I didn't do anything. 
my ride tomorrow, we will focus more on some stuff that's going to build his top line some more, build his hind end and his his back legs and stuff like that. So yeah, that is kind of the plan with Junior. I am super excited for him to be playing more of an active role this year in on my barn. Um, like I said, Diesel's still going to get rode full time and is going to get showed and all that good stuff. But we're throwing Junior into the mix too because I do have time. So that is it for today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to my channel. Follow me on Instagram. If you're listening to this just in podcast form, be sure to subscribe on your podcast app. And until next time, remember, it's always a good day to ride.